just so much shit going wrong. But at the same time, it's not actually wrong. It's exactly what I fucking needed to transition into the new world. Shedding that old identity, right? Mm. And, it, it, and it hurts. And sometimes it can be a bit ugly, like the caterpillar shedding its skin to, to blossom into the butterfly. And this is your call to adventure with Ant and Luke. Pew! Welcome back to another Call to Adventure podcast with your two main men, Ant and Luke. We're excited for this one. I'm excited for this one, Ant. Are you excited for this one? I'm pumped. We have some big news today. There's some big changes. I think we've finally found our feet. We've got some serious clarity. And yeah, mate, where do we start? You got some big news for us. I remember last episode we touched on it, yeah. but we weren't quite ready to share that news. Yeah. Do you want to start? Should yeah, we kick okay. off? Well, I've been trying to avoid commenting on this podcast what my plans have been because it's been a big call. It's been a big decision to make and I'm finally selling my construction business. I've been in the construction industry for 15 years if you've been following it's uh yeah it feels good to be able to announce it but it's like it's a big change and i've had to let a few people know before they found out on a podcast or on social media i had to tell them to their face but yeah in uh september of 2022 it'll be officially done what does that mean yeah what does that mean just being able to share that it feels like it means a lot because for one, I've been unsure about doing it because obviously finances and it's a big thing to let go of because it's, you know, it's a multi-million dollar business as I have a certain way of living. Uh, but I've found certainty in my other, in my direction in coaching men and, you know, I've signed my first client now and I know that it's it's only going to skyrocket from here and I'm willing to put in the effort, but I just know that now is the right time to do it and for me to be able to say it finally finally be able to say it with certainty and know that september of this year it'll be done september this is a big uh we're we're really big on on this of just getting out into the world and getting after what you want and now having done that yourself but then also showing evidence that you can you know attract the people that you want to work with was that a big driver in then making that decision or were you always were you always ready to sort of announce that regardless yeah i was i've been so ready to announce that for so long but you know everything takes time and the lessons that i've learned through the last probably few months for me have been incredibly challenging but just the word patience i've never had patience i'm very impulsive very impatient but learning that things don't just work out at the snap of your finger sometimes, especially when you put a lot of work into it. You know, I had this idea that the business would be sold in July and, you know, I was just willing to throw it away, but <clears throat> that's just being impatient, isn't it? So finding the patience in it and then realizing, okay, nah, like why would I rush something like this? It's, it's, bring, it's given me a bit of peace like at, at this moment after all the challenges. You know, you going through this challenge which you now have overcome it actually left a mark on me and i spoke about this on my instagram story about attachment and i guess that's tied into impatience because the reason why we're impatient with something in the future is because we're not patient in the present with with something that we're either dealing with or working through and you shared that on when we spoke one-on-one but also on the on the group call you you mentioned that you were resenting your current situation because you were so attached to selling the business in July. Mm. Do you want to expand on that? Cause that, that struck a chord with me. Yeah. And it's the infatuation with the desire. So you have this infatuation with this desired life, this dream life that you want to live, that you just want to live it now. <laughs> like fuck everything else, throw everything else under the water and forget about it. And then by having that infa- infatuation, you create a resentment for the life that you're currently living. And when I, as soon as I realized that, I was like, holy fuck. If I can't be grateful 
for the time and the moments that I'm living right now, what makes me think I'll be able to be grateful when my life's quote unquote different or better? Because there's so many things to be grateful about. Like no matter what shit you're going through, there's always something to be grateful about. And it's so easy to get lost in that when you're in the midst of everything and, you know, the universe is throwing fucking challenge after challenge at you and there's all these barriers that you've got to get through. And it's so easy to want to play the victim. So easy to want to play the victim. But yeah, you just, you just got to realize that, fuck, life's beautiful now. Why would I deserve something better if I can't appreciate what I already have? When I already have everything that I really wanted to, like, you know, desire, I have the money, I have financial security, I have everything that I need right now. So why am I so infatuated with this idea that I'm going to, you know, work 15 hours and earn the same money, which I will, but like, so what's the difference? What's the fucking difference? I have everything that I need right now. Did you need to go through that the last two weeks in order to really let that sink? Fucking oath. Yeah. And this it always comes back to the challenges, right? Like the growth comes from the pain. Mm. The growth is in the pain. And for the last three weeks, like, fuck, I've questioned, I've even questioned my life at some times. Like it's been that shit. It's been just so much shit going wrong. But at the same time, it's not actually wrong. It's exactly what I fucking needed to transition into the new life, into the new world, <laughs> which you talk a lot about in the hero's journey. Shedding that old identity, right? Mm. And, it, it, and it hurts. And sometimes it can be a bit ugly, like the caterpillar shedding its skin to, mm. to blossom into the butterfly. Uh, this is so relevant for not just with your, your journey, my journey. You see this in a lot of people saying they want to like move cities and they want to leave a certain network, business, career, relationship. But then if they're not fully, I guess, aware of the current situation and what challenges the universe is throwing at them and what they need to address before going into a new environment, like you said, you just take your current identity into the new environment. And what's going to happen in that new environment? You're just going to... Exact same fucking yeah, thing. Exact same. You're just going to exchange everything and just put it out into the new environment. Yeah, you would attract the same challenges. You would attract the same environment. Like. Yeah. The environment should always be the last thing that you change. Should always be. Uh, it's really cool to be in this position where you know I'm making the decision to go all in into coaching, and by just doing that myself, realizing how important it is to have clarity and certainty in your purpose. I was on a call the other day. Um, with this really great guy and you know he really wanted to work but you know certain issues avoided that you know but he has this he has like a goal in mind that he wants to open up a shop and you know this, this shop will probably cost him like 200 grand to open up and that's a lot of fucking money to invest right there's a lot of business owners out there that are willing to just throw money at an investment thinking that they're going to get returns, which, hey, they might get returns, right? They might, it might be their purpose. But if you're like, why would you go into something with the slightest bit of uncertainty? The slightest bit of uncertainty. Because what if it doesn't work out, right? Like if you have the clarity on your purpose and you go all in on something that you truly believe to be what you're meant to be doing, if you fuck up, which you like, you, you won't, right? You only f f fail temporarily. If you fuck up, you know that you're driven to succeed in another way, like in the same aspect, but in another way, right? But when you're throwing so much fucking money into something that you don't even think is what you want to do just because you're good at it, like you're just throwing away money at a, an idea. We're so lost. Like I've been so fired up about, so fired up about this recently and the, like the current situation the current global situation that we're living in people have woken up to how much they fucking hate their jobs how much they hate fucking working for the man how they hate doing things that they're only good at and living a life where it's like what the fuck is this like this i'm so far from who i am as a person i've lost myself and the key word is lost like we are so lost as individuals we don't know where we want to go and it's like, 
we need to start doing the work and this is like almost like a selling point for me you know but this is just how passionate i am about it it's like you need to uncover what the fuck you want remember that dream as a kid that you had to be someone to be something like to do something that's fucking spectacular everyone has their own dream and desire yet none of us will chase it because of the conditioning of society and the you know the beliefs that we hold and the traumas that we we hold and all this sort of shit we're just like we're just fucking robots <laughs> the the hints are always there there's there's a reason we're pulled towards certain things because yeah like you said there's a resonance there but then it's like we need to remove the the drunk goggles and actually get a clear picture on what that is because mm. we know it's there mm. you know but it's scary it's scary yes that's why we don't we don't remove those goggles yeah but no that's awesome how again you just showing up with your message you've been able to attract you know oh, and you were telling me this before the podcast someone who's so deeply aligned to what you're doing and and like you said there's people out there who are in extreme pain and faith is a beautiful thing because you can either seek that out in like a belief system like religion or you can see examples and evidence of people who are showing up like you and i and then gravitate towards that because the guy that you've uh you know you've signed up he sees a big part of you that he obviously must see in himself but doesn't have the belief to fully you know mm. go out on his own so yeah it's really cool that you now get to guide that that man yeah flip his world upside down and the thing is just as you said i see myself in him i see a younger version exact, it's, I, it's, it's the exact equally, opposite yeah. the younger version of myself the challenges that i used to face and knowing the path for him and just how it's actually quite funny when you think about it the path is actually simple as fuck simplify for us go it's just like okay cool in the most simplest of ways clear the canvas clear the beliefs that you've held for the past 20 years clear all the shit holding you back let go of all these past traumas and connections clear the canvas it's like the word there and then understand what your desires are and that's it and then watch the world follow big piece is actually realizing that everything that you believe in and the identity that you have for yourself first of all it isn't you like your name is a name that's just been handed down by your mom and dad you can change that for like 120 bucks in Canberra. there's so much pieces of our ourselves that we think is final and set in stone when really we're just it's an ongoing project. It's like when I did that clay making class, it made me realize like this shit's ugly at the start, but I can also, I have the luxury of like getting some new clay, tearing it down, recreate, recreating ourselves essentially. Mm. And yeah, this guy gets to lean in and he gets the opportunity to do that with you, mm. which is great because you've lived that. You've been doing that for however many years, but I guess for the both both of us, we've been deep in the, tr in the trenches for the last eight months. Mm and now we get to go out there and enact that with the guys we attract mm. with so when that leads to you right so we mean you were both on a very fucking similar journey man and you finally stepped into your higher self do you want to share about what's been going on for you the last couple of weeks yeah so i've also been on this four-year journey of like self-learning business getting into a lot of relationships business relationships where I'm working with clients, also working with partners where I know there's a misalignment in terms of like shared values and that sort of stuff, but I decided to stay in that environment for straight up because I lacked the trust and lacked the belief that I could go out there myself and do it. So then you like form this codependency. I need this course. I need this mentor. I need this business partner so I can do what I want. But then you like seek it from other people and then you sort of neglect your own potential mm. and that hurts and then you build a bit of a resentment and a bitterness towards the world and to yourself so yeah the last four years have has just been really shedding light on that and entering an, a new journey and then yeah the last eight months has been full-on in terms of like the challenges and growths and overcoming the hurdles but I can generally say the last month now is when I've actually been able to fully go all in and what I want to do and who I want to help and who I want to coach and guide 
and yeah so it's like and we go back to this ongoing process of recreating yourself and trusting yourself and showing you the evidence and then you build confidence so you can go out and enact that i've finally been able to do that that last month but i had to fully let go of the safety the plan b's and c's which is great but when there's an inkling of doubt that sort of creates an attachment to those safety nets then i'm not going 100 percent in yeah so i had to let go of that i did and now look at you yeah the evidence of that and what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling is I'm literally now, again, coming from coming back from Minneapolis, I'm waking up before my alarm. I'm waking up inspired. I've got my routine down pat. And I told you yesterday, I stayed up from morning to 10.30 p.m. just editing videos of like content and messages that I truly feel inspired to, to put out in the world now. So The evidence shows, man, like being on this side, seeing you step up, like if I'm noticing, other people are noticing, the world's noticing, like you can just tell there's a difference about you and it's fucking, it's really cool to see on my end, man. Like if you just step up and really step into that, that power, definitely power is the word there. I think you're really stepping into your power and, and seeing you sort of come back to that lighthearted ant, which <laughs> he hasn't been around just, for a bit. Just out here it was trying to have fun, yeah, man. man. It was so good to see you in, in fucking America. <laughs> Let's share, bro, share a bit more about, about America. So this is my first solo trip. This is my first solo trip in general. Regardless, it was my first trip to the States. I went solo for a three-day conference called VCon. It's essentially a business tech entrepreneurship super conference uh, created by Gary Vee tied to his NFT project. So I, I have three access. So I went there and... I shared a bit about it online, but man, when you when you come across a community that has shared values and not just shared interests, but generally have a shared value on, on life and, and getting yourself out there, pushing comfort zones, but then also connecting with fellow humans, beautiful shit happens. As soon as I got on a flight, I connected with people, started just chopping it up, philosophies, life, business, and all of that. And then throughout the three days, I just started, oh man, this is a top, we can get on. <laughs> okay, let's just jump straight <laughs> we, into we it. We knew this is going to be a big potty. <laughs> this is probably going to be an hour and a half Let's potty. jump straight into this because I journaled on this and I, I haven't shared it yet, but I want to share this. Oof. The topic of vibration. Oh, fucking Red Rooster. Red Rooster's here. <laughs> All right, I'm pausing this. We'll, we'll, I'm just going to get, get our food. One sec. Vibration. All right, we're back. We're back. Just as I said, you're getting warmed the fuck up. You're getting warmed up, talking solar travel, fucking on the plane, vibrations, hit us up, let's keep going. All right, talking about vibrations and doorbell rings, the topic of vibrations. All right, I'm going to set the scene here. So last night of the Minneapolis trip, I'm in the hotel lobby, we're having a few drinks. These two guys come up to us and they're like, come on guys, it's the last night. I know there's nothing happening tonight in terms of events well let's have like one last drink and we're like you know what all right you're bringing the the energy let's do it next thing you know we're in a stairwell smoking weed well they're smoking weed and i'm getting high off the secondhand smoke anyway this guy who's obviously super passionate about music and the arts and he gets into this passionate rant slash lesson about the kendrick lamar album and why it's the best album ever made Anyway, he gets into this, this spiel about vibrations and how if you listen to the album, there's a certain feel and energy that Kendrick's putting out. And the guy who's sharing this was like, I caught that wavelength and it hit me so deeply within my body that I've, I've just like, he's been fully sort of impacted in a way that not many people can sort of gravitate to towards music. Actually, a lot of people can. Like if you think about music and the way it can mm. impact one's life and yeah. the feeling and it could literally, I say this all the time, but music is the modern day time machine. Fucking oath. Right? Yeah. So the topic of vibration, how this relates is he was spitting facts and I was like, I was semi-stoned, but this guy's spitting uh, just about vibrations and then it sort of made sense in the time but i couldn't fully digest it because again i was like stoned but then waking up this morning 
the first thought that comes to my mind is like vibration, vibrations and wavelength and the energy that we put out as soon as we wake up and go to bed. And then for some reason, his, his discussion about that just like landed with me and I just like journaled a whole page about it. And how we apply it now is for some reason, mine and your journey keeps sort of mirroring each other, although it's so different and I'm sure a lot of people are, but the fact that you signed on that client, you've been putting out this message and it has, it has this specific vibration and wavelength. And then he's received that fully. He's met you at that level. And the same thing, us going out into business, uh, attracting clients, attracting new relationships. And you go to like events like VCon in Minneapolis. And I was thinking, I'm putting out this certain vibration and people were sort of are either raising up to that vibration and they're receiving it. And then that's sort of what creates, creates a connection. And you know how you walk down a park and you're with a friend and they're like hella down and hella sad, but then you're feeling like really optimistic and you're grateful and you're joyful. And then there's a group of people like dancing to let, let's say Afro beats and you're like, hell yeah. And you're nodding your head and you're like, I see you. Cause you, you're on the same vibe mm. and vibe is shortened for vibration. So that sort of sums that up. And that's one of the biggest takeaways I got. And it was, it was the last night in Minneapolis in a stairwell getting high with a bunch of like art and drama students. It was insane. But now being able to take that again, matching that wavelength and then sharing it on the podcast, which is again, just a bunch of sound bites that we're putting out into the world. Mm. Would you align that with like your Raz? Yeah, it's a big thing with that. So if you're put, sure. like, so you know, and you talk about it, the vibes. If you're putting out these vibes, right? Just like I've been and attracting these people and having these conversations, because I'm focused on that vibe. That's what I'm focused on. I'm seeing the like the evidence. It's there. It's actually in physical form because of those vibrations. Yeah. So we, us as f- physical beings, we are going to receive that as physical evidence we're going to see that we're going to hear it but we can't see the atoms that are like bouncing against each other vibrating right Mm. we can't we just can't see that due to our capacity for sight but and people and i used to be like what the fuck like what do you mean and then i watched this documentary with neil degrasse tyson and you zoom up like gazillions x into like the wall and then you see all these like atoms and stuff and we're all made up of energy Mm. but I say this because through the eyes of science and physics, everything is vibrations. And that's why it's like, you can be, you know, you can put on this mask and you can say, oh, I'm feeling great and I'm grateful for this. But if the emotions and thoughts are, you know, vibrating at a low level where you're not actually feeling that, people can feel that. People Mm. can receive those vibrations be like, yeah, are you like, you actually good though? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I've spoken about this before. And when you write down something that you're grateful for, we don't even feel it. Right? Uh, sitting with it and going, I'm grateful for this. And then instead of writing the next thing you're grateful for, you sit with it for five seconds and you breathe and you go, like you feel it. And that shit, I remember when I was doing that, fuck me, the gratitude I had for life when I was actually feeling the things that I was grateful for fucking changed changed everything and i've slipped away from that i'll be honest like you know it's something that you know these challenging times like you said it's hard to it's okay to say it sometimes you're like fuck i don't feel it but you just you decide that instead of being grateful for everything you go what are the things that i'm actually grateful for you know like fuck i've got a i've got a roof over my head fucking awesome i've got a house i live in i live in a beautiful country like all these simple things that have a compound effect but like yeah man it's you got to feel it. You got to feel it. And you got to also accept what's coming up for you in that given moment. Cause again, I, me and you both have gone through phases where it's like complete avoidance to what's coming up. Mm. But then if you're avoiding what's coming up, then you're going to avoid all the other beautiful shit that mm. comes after the challenges. Yeah. Like you said, and you got to, on the topic of acceptance, you also got to accept the pain and then you start not suffering, if that makes sense. Mm. This is this is such an interesting one because the, like a lot of shit's been coming up about people that we know and other coaches and mentors and all this sort of stuff. And 
it's so interesting to hear about this and like there's a big thing about the polarity swing between you know like good and bad and like healthy and not healthy and you know happiness and sadness right and that that's normally the big one we have like there's people out there that you think like you don't have have to feel like you shouldn't feel that pain and like yeah it's a perspective and it's a belief and it's like okay cool like when i'm in a period of like pain and suffering i don't like the word suffering because you know suffering's a choice right but you're in pain and you're in hurt and you're in the challenge where the growth is but instead of feeling it sitting with it and accepting that, that this is a shit fucking time and surrendering to the fucking shit times we're like no i shouldn't feel like this i shouldn't i should always be happy it's like cool that's a great belief system to have right but if you're in avoidance you just you're doing yourself no good whatsoever you're like in denial that you want to f- face these truths and then again, going back to what we spoke about earlier, what, what's that creating? It's creating an attachment on a certain thing mm. that isn't present right now. Otherwise, mm. you wouldn't have an attachment towards a future mm. outcome. Yeah, exactly. The infatuation for the desired life. And then that also you know, leads back into why we don't pursue our goals. We don't pursue our dreams because we don't want to face the, cha- like the pain. We want to be in the safety. We want to be in the comfort zone. We want to be stuck in the same fucking job because we don't want to face the pain. We don't want to surrender to it. And I think this is something that we got to get really clear on. And it's a big mission of mine is to start reframing this whole idea of like leaning in and moving towards pain. But in the context of pain is a very essential part of life and growth and transition and all that. Like it's, and if we didn't want to feel pain, then go ahead, become Buddha or become Gandhi, like sit on, sit on a mountain and not, you know, not associate and socialize with your fellow human being, which I personally don't want to subscribe with. Yeah. I want to go through life experiencing life on its totality. Yeah. The entire spectrum. Mm. Give me all the colors. Mm. I want to paint with every color. Mm. So, yeah. It's an interesting one. We've talked about this a bit, right? Abundance in everything isn't necessarily good, right? Buddha, for instance, he lives a life of peace. Cool. But like, where's his enjoyment? Where's the fun in his life? Like when does he take risks or is, you know, he's living for like the thrill. Like he doesn't, he doesn't receive that. And can anyone ever understand him? Like being on his wavelength, like Buddha's one of one. Yeah. It's like Kobe's one of one. Yeah. Like you have these insane people that sort of David Goggins, David Goggins, Elon Musk, but you see these people and who can actually connect with them fully. Mm. And these people are uh, usually misunderstood because Mm. it's like, these guys are such world leaders and, you know groundbreakers yeah but that comes with a cost with that yeah and but that's like that's completely fine like if that's who you are like if if you've got this desire to be someone like elon musk who is actually changing the fucking world (laughs) but he's eliminating everything around him like people like that are needed but don't like it's not like don't be like that but you know make the decision that these people are like one in a billion right like you don't it's like, yeah, take some fucking awesome tips from them and like really take it in. But don't think you have to live. Fucking like David Goggins always comes to mind for me because it's just like, he's so fucking disciplined. But once again, he just like does not accept pain. He doesn't accept it, oh, yeah? He's interesting topic. Like he's just, nah, I don't feel pain. I push through it. Yeah, he numbs himself. Yeah, and that is like, And I've always said it's a sickness in a way because in a way it is. Man, this also, you know what? We're not so far from Goggins in terms of our tolerance to pain because we keep raising this this standard of moving towards, moving through the challenges because, again, we're like constantly expanding and leveling up. We're almost psychotic in a way. And, and I sort of, you saying that, I'm now starting to relate a bit more to Goggins because I don't want to be Goggins, but I understand the, I guess, the obsession with, pushing your limits and expanding. Mm. And I guess that's something I can sort of share with him. But going back to the thing, do I want to be Goggins? Like having the awareness and being like, okay, what do you want? Do you want to be Goggins? Mm. Like, no, but I'll take the best parts that I sort of, mm. again, receive and what he's putting out and I'll take that, mm. mix it up and put out my own sort of spin mm. on that. Yeah, I think that's a good tie-in and that's sort of a good yeah. way to wrap up that point. Yeah, absolutely. Like take take what you need from it. Because there's some like the discipline in it, fucking oath, you need it. 
Mm. And I think you can take bits and pieces from every human on yeah. this planet, you know? Yeah. And another another thing is like being right, being so aligned. For me, I'm super aligned with our mentor, right? And a lot of the stuff that he does, I'm just like, yeah. Like, I don't even bat an eyelid. Like, I'm sure you're similar. This, you know, and for so long, I've been like, right, I'm just going to implement everything he fucking does and I will be for a long time. But they will get up to a point where I'm like, I'm not exactly the same as him. Like, I'm not going to be as frantic and dramatic as he is in certain areas. Like, I'll be frantic and dramatic in other areas, but I'm not going to be exactly like him. I never will be because I'm not him. It's like, take it from everyone. Take it from everyone. That's a good reminder because the reason why I found myself moving away from coaching is because I found myself trying to mimic, like become Tom. Mm. And that has nothing to do with Tom. That was on me again from a lack of trust. It's like, why aren't you backing yourself? Why aren't you just leaning into what you are mm. good at? Yeah. And it's, and like people are investing in the value of you as a person, mm. not you, not your ability to mimic others. Once again, it's an infatuation with the desired outcome. You were, infatu- you were infatuated being like, better than tom mm. but you're, you're nothing like tom mm. you're your own individual and that the chat we had in the park man that was a big one for you i want you to fresh refresh my mind on that but i gotta give huge credit to tom because he literally just mentioned this topic on the last call and he was like it is so needed for you for me and also our clients to challenge us on our beliefs. Mm. Because when you're doing that, you're also tapping into your intuition. You're tapping into what feels right for you in that given moment. And if you need a bit more clarity, or maybe you're not fully subscribed to whatever message we're putting out, do that because you're you're showing up for yourself. Mm. So yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Like full props to like that conversation, I think landed for a lot of the people on the call. It's something that, I've been aware of, but you know, to hear it from the mentor, the mentor himself, like it's always like a really good refresher. Mm. Um, because yeah, you're not going to agree with everything. Yeah. You never will. And do you, and do we want our again? Do we want our students to be completely dependent on what we say or do? No, no that's no completely besides the point. Yeah, because I know I know what you're here to do. I know what I'm here to do. We're here to create more independent human beings. Yeah, independent being the key word. Yeah, yeah. It's uh easy to have a dependency on someone, easy to be, want to be like someone, but at the end of the day, and I like I think in a way, once again, similar journey, right? I've been so fucking busy with the whole sale of my business and transitioning into coaching and the shedding the new identity and all of these things happening that I've lost the part of myself that everyone has loved for so long. And like, that's that joyous, fun guy that he knows how to have a good time. Right? I remember one of the one of the group coachings that I did, right? This was probably maybe two years ago now. And at the end of the call, you know, we're all going to a visualization and each individual group member spoke about, uh, just spoke about someone on the call. Right, that how they impacted them through the twelve weeks together. You know what I mean? Is this and, the fitness retreat? No, nah, this was the coaching oh. with Steve. The oh, gotcha, rise, yeah, rise. And like a lot of a lot of the men on that on that call, they go like, "Thank you, Luke, for just not taking life too seriously, and just having fun in the moment. You know, and like through the growth, just making fun, make you know, making fun of it." And I know like the last, especially the last three weeks, I've turned into someone that I am so far from that, right? I put myself under immense pressure unintentionally, right? It escalated like this purely off a number of, you know, but I have to take complete ownership because it, at the end of the day, it was my fucking fault. But I turned into someone that I never had wanted to be ever being a boss. And like I wasn't rude and I didn't swear at anyone, but the impatience that I had for, you know, like the, the, the men working for me, it was, I was short tempered. I was like, fuck this, like fuck this playing victim. I allowed myself to play victim. I've just come so far from that, that truth of who I am. 
And like, I, f- I realized that and I'm like, this is fucked. This is not who I am. And it's like, you, you think back to the last eight months transitioning to this new identity and wanting to be someone and wanting to be so like your mentor and be like Tom, who's this fucking alpha male that's so grounded and in his power. Like, fuck yeah, I've become that. But I've got to add the Luke spice. Bring the Luke into the ground, right? Have fun. Have fun in life. Fucking enjoy it. But it's like, and I'm sure fucking Tom has fun. Like, there's no doubt, right? But we have our own concepts of fun and our our own ideas of how we want to live our life, you know? And we have our own fucking beliefs. We do. So it's like, fuck. You got to remember at the end of the day, right? There's things that, you know, you might not be the highest version of yourself, but the current version of yourself still has some fucking valuable trades. Some valuable fucking trades. Yeah, that... I'll, I'll echo that because we really need to push that home because, you know, there's that, that big concept of your higher self and it's so easy to be like, oh, okay, I'm not feeling great, so therefore I'm not my higher self. And that can get you in such a toxic cycle because then you're constantly chasing that... Same metaphor with the dog. You keep constantly trying to chase something and you're chaotic and you're not grounded and you're desperate and you're needy. It's going to fucking run away from you. Mm. And then you find yourself constantly chasing your tail and you can't get it because, you, again, you're stuck in that loop. Same with women, isn't it? Same with women, same with clients. Same, yeah. You can apply it with anything. Yeah. And when, uh, when you said, said those guys on the call, they thanked you for not taking life serious. The one thing that, flashed across my mind and the one thing that came up straight away was when I first met you at Transformer because I saw you and I think a big reason on why we sort of created this such great French friendship and now like brotherhood is because I saw that part of yourself and that's what I was seeking so long for in my own life and then seeing that I was like you know what I need to surround myself with the people who have these traits that I, you know, aspire to have. Mm. And then it's funny going full circle the last month. Now I feel like I'm showing up, but having fun at the same time. Yeah. And then it just creates a such, such a uh, more elevated and enjoyable atmosphere. Yeah. And it's joyous for you. You're in a business that you enjoy. And without any business partners. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, and, um, oh, I want to mention this thing where you said, and we didn't speak about this, but I do know, based on our previous conversations, you were you were finding yourself impatient with selling the business, and then you were, yeah, impatient, but then you were impatient with yourself, and then it it leaked into your relationships with your team. So that was really interesting mm. for you to find the awareness and then own that and share that on the potty, and how that actually came out into the external environment mm. so yeah props for having the awareness yeah i th- even just like speaking it out like I'd, I'd already raised awareness on it and taken ownership of it that <coughs> um <coughs> pardon me uh yeah you know, i've taken ownership and i always take ownership in everything that i do regardless of whose fault it is but yeah as i said that it sort of landed again i'm like okay no nah, like there's a reason that all of this is happening and this is exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, but the word impatient, it came up again, obviously, right? And it's that impatience that... And and it's so funny, you were in Mani- Minneapolis and I've been watching Gary Vee for so fucking long, right? Watching all this thing. And he's like, constantly fucking pounds this into us. Like, you're so fucking young, right? You are you're so... young, Yeah, bro. you're so fucking Patience. young. You know, like, fuck, all right, perfect example, right? Sam Wood went on this fitness retreat with Sam Wood, right? He runs 28 by Sam Wood. He just sold that company for $71 million. Fuck, I did not know that. Right? Recently? I found that out today that he sold it for twenty uh, $71 million. The business he was operating when you went on the yeah, retreat. Yeah, yeah, right? And like, end of the day, money like doesn't matter, but... You right, still got his number? You, and I've never got his number. Dang! I know, I want to get him on the potty, mate. Fuck, I'll, I'll hit him up on Insta, see if he replies, but... Um, it's like you know Gary Vee nails it in and it's like fucking just be patient like what does it matter right you know I've built a multi-million dollar business and I'm about to sell it for a lot of money that people would fucking dream of at my age and I'm like fucking trying to hammer it in like let's get this sold like what for 
right? And it's like, yeah, it's because it's not what I want to do anymore and it hurts to be doing it. But at the same time, I've put a lot of fucking work and energy into this thing. But it's like, I'm fucking 28. <laughs> You're fucking a baby, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's know? what it's like, say. Let's say I don't sell my company for fucking anything. I sell my company for nothing, right? And I, you know, let's say I end up in a hundred thousand dollar debt. Like, let's just say, worst case, we'll play it out a scenario here. That's not going to happen. But if it did happen, okay, cool. I'm in a hundred thousand dollar debt. I don't have a job, right? I don't want to go back to that job, which I could so easily go back into. I want to pursue my dreams. I've got fucking seventy three years to figure it out. Like, why am I putting such fucking immense pressure on myself to succeed at something so quickly? I was having this chat, chat to Ken the other day. He's like, oh, you know, and he'd been saying it to Tom. He's like, oh, I want to, you know, get to like a million dollars in revenue. And it's like, cool. And then what? That always leaves them stumped as well. And then what? And you go, Two million, ten million. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. You have a million, like, all right, let's say you take it to a million in a year, right? And then you take it to five million in let's say three years, three years from now, he's 27, right? He's got fucking 3 million. Let's just say like a really unrealistic amount. He's got 5 million in the account. Cool. You're 27 with 5 million in the account. How much more money do you need to fucking like, why not build something from the ground up? Like, you know, build the pyramid, build the solid base, take your time. Like that word impatience has just been hitting me so much. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I'm fucking, I, I like driving and I like getting things done and I like doing it. That's who I am. Like, I like hustling, but at what cost? At what fucking cost? Like, the last three weeks are not fucking worth it. Mm. And this isn't just a three-week span. No, this has been a long, long time mm. coming. But, like, you know, the more realizations, like, the rut that I've been in the last three weeks has been... Probably the most challenge, you know, if not one of the most challenging times in my life. Mm. And I fucking found beauty in it. <laughs> mm. It's it's sobering, but also really helpful for myself, but I'm sure whoever's listening to hear that because you're on the you're on the precipice of going all in on shit that you would love to do, yet you saying that it's been one of, if not the most challenging periods, just makes me realize that it's a guarantee that you're always going to have challenges, but you get to elevate with those challenges. Mm -hmm. And the character that you get to develop is, is I guess, dictated on how you choose to move forward, move through those challenges. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, you did, you being in that rut was essential for that, uh, given time like you needed to go through that no, I fucking needed to everyone I spoke to and this is you know you surround yourself with people that are fucking conscious as fuck and everyone says the same thing it's like and I'm aware of it every time I'm on a phone call I'm like you know I know I have to be fucking going through this but it fucking sucks yeah it sucks yeah it absolutely. fucking sucks you know and it's like but it's like okay cool just surrender to that and this comes back full circle again to what we're talking about it's like surrender to the pain you just gotta go through it. It can suck in the moment, yeah, but it's it's like it's not always gonna be like that. Yeah, and I think and then once again, right? Like if you draw it with patience, right? The word patience. None of this is created. None of this yeah. is fucking it's created, right? You create the suffering. You yep. create the fucking. I'm gonna use the word drowning here because I had a you know. Uh, James, one of the guys that works 60DR, you know, he used the word drowning and I look at the word drowning as suffering. You put yourself in that fucking position. Nobody else. Nobody else. So instead of fucking having a sook about being in that position, accept the fact that you put yourself there, take ownership and take a breath. It always fucking works out. It never not works out. You put yourself there, accept it, have the perspective to be like, okay, cool. I've put myself here. Let's just take a breath. One day at a time, one step at a time. Just like I've been doing for the last fucking three weeks. One day at a time, waking up and going through the motions. And I'm almost at the end of it. But just take ownership and be like, this might take a little longer. And at the end of the day, everything's going to take a little longer than you expect. It always does. And when it... 
The amount of time taken for for whatever breakthrough you're due for is the perfect amount of time. If it takes you a month or it takes you three years or five years or if it takes you to get to 50 to finally learn the lesson mm. that the universe keeps serving you, then Godspeed, that was, it was meant to be. Mm. But that's not, the en- that's not the end of your fucking movie. The movie keeps going. Yeah. How old was Oprah when she was successful? Like 40s or something? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say 40s. What's that judge that's... Um, she was on TV. She like all of her court cases. Judge right? Judy? Is it Judge Judy? Yeah. yeah. She was like in her 50s or some shit. 50s. You go Colonel Sanders. Yeah. You go... You see all these icons throughout our history. And these guys only started becoming... You, th- you think about Vincent van Gogh. Man was out here painting masterpieces. And he only got credit decades after his death. Mm. You know? And now his message and his art is fully resonating with pretty much a lot of the population on this earth. Mm. Like your your roses and your your rewards or your recognition will be due when they're due. So that's a fucking that's a good metaphor. Yeah, and and this is this is also a really re- relevant topic. If you're doing it for the roses and you're doing it for the recognition, but that's that's cool, but if that's the only thing, and then you don't see it Once again, during your life, you're infatuation, right? You're infatuated. You're yeah. attached. Yeah, you're attached to the outcome. And then also, you're not focused on, I guess, the the impactful stuff. You're not mm. focused on what you're doing right now, mm. and and you also don't get to see the impact that you're making right now. Mm-hmm. And that's right. If we go back to the start, what we talked about was this idea, right? Working for someone, trying to get a promotion, trying to. We have an attachment to the outcome and the outcome is fine like finances it's money putting money in the account how much money can i make how much money can i do with this right it's always comes to money and money is a fair exchange of value but when you start hurting is when you're not receiving the rewards because of your attachment to the outcome what i do we discover our purpose you are so connected to what you're on this earth to do that no matter how much money you fucking make no matter how much fame you achieve from this you know deep down that this is your fucking purpose on the earth that it doesn't matter what you get you you can fail a thousand fucking times you cannot achieve anything you can be in the ruts but you know what your fucking purpose is and you're working towards that and as a man the purpose your purpose is your life when a woman sees you're not on purpose, she fucking knows about it. The energy between the two of you, she knows you're not fucking on purpose. When you're not a man of your integrity, you're not on purpose. You know, you're hiding from your fucking truth. She doesn't give a fuck about how much money you make. What she cares about is that you're integral to your word and you're working towards your purpose. That's all she fucking cares about. For humans, for yeah, for women, they will love you regardless if you're out there knowing what you want, knowing how to get it, and then going after it. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the type of partner, a type of man, type of woman you want to re- retra- uh, attract anyway? Yeah. So. Mm. And like, if you think about it on the flip side, what's the cost of not going after what you want, being on purpose, getting after it? Regret. It's regret. It's. It's uh, it's pain that goes beyond your physical being. It like eats at your soul. Mm. Yeah. What well, oh, Tony Robbins said something cool the other day. He was referring to someone. It's like there's two two pains in life. One's discomfort and one's regret. Regret weighs of like discomfort hurts for a little bit. Regret weighs a ton. And regrets, uh, regret is a lifetime yeah. of pain. Yeah. Because you can't, you, we can't go back in time. Yeah. You know, you, to use an example, it's like you go to the gym discomfort. You eat fucking shit food for three weeks. It's like, it's pain, <laughs> right? It's, it's regret. You put on weight, you feel shit. Like you, it's the regret instead of the fucking discomfort. You, you got to choose one. Choose one. You want to be in like in discomfort or you want to be in regret? Give me the temporary discomfort any day, yeah. any day. And that's like the met, like mum mentality, right? He's like that for him, that discomfort, that is the fucking journey. That was the journey for him. Mm. 
It's like when I'm fucking hurting and I'm pushing through, that's the fucking, like, that's my success. Not the rings, not none of this. Like me being able to go, nah, fucking like, this is it. Like put the reps in. I mean, once again, extreme, but. <laughs> but again, that's that's the parts of Goggins and Kobe that I, I resonate with. Appreciate, yeah. Yeah, and you appreciate. Because we're doing the same thing with our purpose, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you, exactly. You hit the nail on the head when you said that. Like, fuck, actually, yeah, you know, you, you're right. We're going hard as fuck at, at trying to change the world, trying to make the world a better place. Mm. In a way that feels right for us, in a way that is, yeah, yeah. that aligns with us. Fucking okay. Yeah. But. Speaking on that, you do. You, I I don't speak too much on purpose as I did back in the past because I got into a very slippery slope of, again, chasing my tail, trying to find this, this, uh, this concept of purpose, and then you find yourself, yeah, chasing your tail, and you find yourself in a cycle of trying to find your purpose, and then you get you stuck, stuck in a cycle trying to find purpose, and then you don't find your purpose, but. Again, speaking on letting go of the fatuation and attachment, as soon as I did that for the last two years and I started to just surrender to the process, again, you start, once you surrender to the process, now you've actually entered the process and the journey of finding out the thing that you would love to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really valid point to bring up that you're not going to discover your purpose overnight, right? We can do all the work and we can discover where your heart lies in the direction that you want to fucking head in. And your purpose will change over time, right? But it's not going to just fucking happen. Like, yeah, we will find some shit that you want to do in your life and we will find your purpose at this current moment, right? But for a lot of people, it would be a, like a 180, just like, exactly like it was for me when I went through that process. When I realized that, fuck, I'm on this earth to do something with my life, right? I realized that I'm here to make an impact. I'm here to fucking change the world and make it a better place and more laughs and you know, happier families, right? That's my purpose. It took me fucking six, seven months for me to really dial into what I want to fucking do. I knew I was on this earth to do something. I didn't know exactly what I was fucking meant to do, right? So it's easy to chase your tail and be like, fuck, oh, well, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. It's trial and error, fucking oath. Like it's not, you know, you're not going to fucking know until you know. I'm going to say this and this is, this is a challenging opinion, but, could I could all almost make the argument that everyone actually has found their purpose in this given time right now? Because if you if you were let's say five years, ten ten years back when you were just entering the construction industry, I was uh, I would have been in middle school, but let's say a time where I was like working office jobs, dead end jobs. We're getting very spiritual here, by the way. <laughs> I could argue that. It was my purpose at that given moment to be in that job because I needed I needed to go through that. You you can also admit that you needed to go through the you know the, the ten years plus in construction mm -hmm. to finally get oh I guess to feel more on purpose. Mm -hmm. But same with the same with the rubbish uh, truck guy. Same with the janitor. Same with the cleaner. They may have found purpose in what they're doing right now because it's yeah. and it's also their purpose on earth to be in that given moment yeah absolutely i would 100% agree with that to a certain extent because everything happens to you the way it's meant to happen to you right and it was on purpose and it was on purpose it's not by accident otherwise no. it wouldn't be happening exactly right my only question to you is the only difference is like being conscious and unconscious in that situation like debating whether you're consciously on purpose or you're unconsciously on purpose because yeah that is their purpose but they're not even fucking aware of it right and it is and it, you know at that moment in that given moment it is their fucking purpose but so many are unconscious of it and like that's that's the challenging opinion back to it is because <laughs> They're doing it purely out of just the life that they've been given. That's where they've ended up. You can make a choice. You can become conscious, discover what your purpose is, and then you could choose not to follow it because of beliefs, because of scarcity, because of fear. So there probably is individuals out there 
that know their purpose, but they're too fucking scared to face it. That, and that's, uh, that just makes me realize that's the privilege that myself and you have to be able to have that lens and to, to, so I guess see, see through that in not only our journeys, but like other people, but also just like have a lot of just acceptance for, for those people. And yeah, like you said, it's a safe, it's safe to assume that not the majority of the population aren't waking up and being like, you know what, I'm going to be very purposeful in whatever I'm doing right now, because mm. yeah, like you said, the majority of, of people and why they stay in a certain place is because there is a fear of, yeah, a fear. But then you look back, right? So you look back to, right? You go back to the primal days and men's purpose was like war, right? It was to fight and to, to find new lands and all of this sort of stuff. They were so deeply connected to their purpose that the lives that they lived were so different to the lives that we currently live. We live in a life where we're so privileged that we don't need to know our purpose. So we have relationships that are just mediocre. We have lives that are mediocre. You know, we have a relationship with ourselves that's fucking mediocre. We don't even know what we fucking want because we're so oblivious to what, like, there's just so much out there for us to uncover. And all the fucking information is out there. We're so knowledgeable right now, yet we're so fucking far away from where we need to be. Some interesting times. Talking about talking about history, and talking about our fellow man men who were on the purpose of being a warrior and being at war, so they could be that warrior. They also they weren't they didn't wake up being like oh what's my purpose today? Nah, I have to go fucking out there into the battlefield and protect my tribe and village and my people. Yeah, but. And this is our biggest privilege and luxury as a modern man is now we have all the tools and resources, all our survival needs are met. Mm. And now all we have is this, I guess, spiritual need of being like, oh, what's my purpose? Yeah. So like, you, you know, you look at, and once again, it's, we're privileged to have uncovered our spiritual side, right? And we're connected. Like that's, the, for me, that's the key word is we are connected to the world around us. We're connected to the individuals around us. You look at the men back then, how connected they were to the earth, how connected they were to presence with each other, their family, their sex life, their fucking fellow companions. The food, the animals they hunted. Everything was fucking connected to them to a deeper level. Whereas now that like, we are so disconnected from everything. That's, uh, okay, this is what's coming to my mind. So, Fight Club, the Brad Pitt character, Tyler Durden, the quote, and mind my accuracy here, it's, we're no longer in a physical war. We're, yeah, we're no longer at uh, a war with guns and we have to arm ourselves. The modern man and, and humans in general, the war that we live now is a spiritual war. It's like connecting to something bigger than what we are as a on a physical level because mm. before all we did was live and operate on a very physical level protect uh, protect attack survive all that but now because all our survival needs are met you see this rise and this craze in like mindfulness and spirituality and people trying to find themselves and that's where we are currently right now in society mm. and yeah, everyone's, there's such everyone's a everyone's trying to uncover their purpose. There's such a big disconnect, but then there's also like this movement, and I know, and I'm sure you guys can see it, and I know you guys sort of feel it towards something bigger than them. Mm. And we and we keep talking about purpose, and I think the definition of spirituality and purpose is connecting to something that's bigger than you. Yeah, yeah, it's bang on. It couldn't be better said. Better said. It's um yeah, like when you iron out the finer details, man. It's just like that's as simple as it is there's that craving for it that necessity for spirituality and you know that's why ice baths and mindfulness and all these fucking spiritual health is becoming so big 
because we're fucking craving it. People want to feel shit. Yeah. People want to feel connected to yeah. the shit they're doing. They want to feel connected to themselves, yeah. feel connected to the people around them, feel connected to the planet. Yeah. I was having this conversation with Chris last night, you know, like, big, oh, well, yeah, I was, you know, the conversation that I had with Chris last night was the direction that we're heading in, you know, with the fucking virtual worlds and people don't even need to fucking leave their house anymore. Like they literally don't. Food can be delivered, you know, da 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 And then the two years that we've just had, so many people are fucking waking up. It, it can only go so far. I was having a conversation with my dad and he said, the world's fucked. I can't see the world getting any better. To a lot of people... And I could even tend to agree with that on a certain like aspect. It's not my belief. I do not believe that. But we are going so far away from what it means to be a human being that we are so disconnected. And it's like, I thank God for people like us, right? People like Tom, individuals that are trying to connect people back to themselves and the people around us that there will be a better world. There will be a better life for all of us. But fuck, man, like, it's easy... It's easy to not see it. It's easy to just be like, the world's fucked. You get sucked into the media. You get sucked into all this sort of shit, man. And so disconnected. But like, I truly, I truly believe, and I know it probably won't happen in my lifetime, but I truly believe that the change that we are making right now will be the change that the world needs. And yeah, it will create a better life. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be going all in like we're yeah. doing right now. Yeah. Right? We just ticked over one hour. I think uh, that's like that's, that's yeah, perfect time. That was mate, that was good. That was good. I think just no no, I know that this was our best episode because I personally felt so connected to what we yeah. were, what was we spitting. And we prior to the uh, podcast, we knew, we already knew. Yeah. Sending text messages being like, Oi, you, oh, you ready you're for this? You ready? It's going to be we, <laughs> But yeah, I think we knew because of the challenges. There's been a hiatus, you know, and, and I feel like there's been a bit of pressure on both of us to want to do it. But when it doesn't feel right, like sometimes, you know, sometimes you should do it when it doesn't feel right, but sometimes it just doesn't feel right. And I think like it was so good to be back and finally just me and you are so like so connected on this journey. It's fucked, but it just feels good. Like I just knew mm. today was going to be epic. It's, it just always reflects back on where we're at individually, right? Yeah, and yeah. then you can show up and yeah. you can just just speak from the heart and just like yeah. speak your truth. And that's, yeah, that's what I felt on this episode. Oh, the one question we hadn't even asked, we're like, what's our next call to adventure? Oh, we got a few coming up. It, it See the, see, okay, so I'm going to re- reference back. See the vibration that we put out at the start of year and the intention that we set at the start of year, like a monthly, at least one adventure a year. And now it's sort of just filling the calendar's filling itself mm. because we've sort of put that out there. Yeah. And now I'm I'm looking at the calendar and I'm pretty sure we've got up until August. And depending on when the the leaders retreat is, September. So it's like August, September is now fully booked in terms mm. of adventures. Yeah. What what's the next call to adventure? Next week. We're going to Adelaide. No, next week. Next week. We're going ice, baby. Oh, we're going to Harrodsville. It's 50 centimeters of snow. We're going to be swimming in fucking rivers, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to be... It's a it's a cold exposure... Retreat. Retreat with a Will Frost. I highly recommend you guys check him out. But we're doing... It's not an ice bath because it's not in a bath. It's in a freaking stream. Maybe we should see if we can get him on the potty over there. That would be dope. Yeah. It's in the, It's literally in the mountains or something. Yeah. Fifty. You said 50 centimeters of snow? Yeah, it's going to be cold. I don't think I've seen 10 centimeters of snow. Fuck. Yeah. I've uh, straight up just I've I've been challenged with the cold exposure. Yeah, bad, bro. I've like I've been trying to push myself in the cold showers, like getting back up to like a minute and a half. <laughs> but yeah, I've got I'm doing two ice bars. We got one booked in for Monday. It's going to be. I remember when I was sitting there with him in one of the things, and he was telling me this story about doing the Wim Hof retreat over in Poland. We're gonna find out who we fucking are next weekend. That's a good point because that's almost going to sort of mirror that experience. 
like imagine being out in the actual cold natural snowfall and then finding a body of water and then immerse immersing ourselves in that yeah and really learn it yeah like you said learning about ourselves we're gonna find out who the fuck we are Whew. dang dang but before that, let's uh, smash this red rooster oh, and been crack on. Forty-five minute fucking soggy red rooster. I can't wait for it. All right, let's. Uh, I'll wrap this up. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in yet again. Uh, there's obviously been a shift in you know myself and Luke, and I, I hope you guys have been able to to feel that and resonate and take whatever you can from from this episode and the episodes previously. Again, we want to drop the drop the question, open up some conversations reach us out on on socials on instagram and let's have a conversation and let's invite you into our adventure much love big love ciao ciao